Welcome to Season 2 of Weekly. This is Episode 1 of 2018, and this year on Weekly, I am interviewing uh, someone from every single state in the United States over the next 52 weeks. So, um, this week is uh, George Holloway. He's from Texas. He's a new friend that I made on Twitter through podcasts. So, let's jump in, and uh, here's Episode 1 of Weekly. Welcome to the first episode of Weekly 2018, um, where I am uh, attempting something somewhat adventuresome, and that is to have a conversation with 50 people this year, one person from every single state. And my first guest is a new friend that I made. Um, let's, George, how, how did you get connected with me? I think we got connected through Twitter after you were on Nils Smith's podcast and y'all started talking about online groups and that was what I was focusing on at that time. So I just reached out and was like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And then I was like, (laughs) hey, let's let's do like a Google Hangout (laughs) as uh, as I do. So, and really, I would say that our relationship and and sort of that is the reason that um, I started this like took this turn for the podcast because I thought it was cool how um, quickly we just sort of hit it off and had a lot of things in common and all of a sudden have like a friendship. And that never would have happened if we hadn't (laughs) just talked to each other. Um, And so that kind of is where this idea came from. So this is, so you're, you are like my beta tester. You're number one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm glad to be, uh, I'm glad to be your tester. Yeah. Well, cool. So, so on, this year on the podcast, what I want to do is basically talk to 50 people from different states who do things with art, creativity, technology, uh, church stuff, um, you know, faith, spirituality, like how do, how do we use all these things to engage with people? And so um, I'm going to talk to people who do like church online things like you do. We'll talk about that in other episodes. Uh, some like musicians and artists and, and uh, social media marketers. I just want to talk to people about how they engage with other people through technology in the year 2018. So um, why don't you just take a couple minutes and just talk about um, who you are and kind of a little bit of your story and kind of what brought you to, to Salem and the job that you're at. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so I think this podcast idea is a great idea. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be listening to every episode. So, but cool. yeah, so I, um, I grew up at Salem. So Salem was the, uh, the church that I grew up at and I have always called my home. Um, we are a 167, 168 year old church. So very historical church, oldest Lutheran church wow. in Texas. Um, Okay. We're the biggest church in our town. Uh, our town is not massive, but it's exploding. Uh, so we're a church of about 3,200 members. Now, with us being in that old of a church, our attendance is actually a bit lower than our membership. So attendance is usually in the ballpark of uh, uh, 1,800 on a small week, 2,500 on a, a larger, like, regular Sunday. Yeah. Um, of course, special services, you know how that goes. That that seems like really large for a Lutheran church too. It is. Yeah. It's not common. We're not the only ones. Uh, there's a church in San Antonio who actually also is, uh, playing around with some church online stuff. Um, uh, that's a Lutheran church as well. They're bigger than we are. 
So <clears throat> it's a rare thing, but it does happen. So <laughs> yeah. So so you grew up at Salem. Yeah. Um, and 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 what what kind of brought you to this place where you're at now? So it really happened very unexpectedly. I never once thought that I would be doing this job. Not even once. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, whenever I started doing it, I kind of chafed against it. I didn't really want to because I think I didn't totally understand it. But the way that it happened was um, I was in college and I uh, was working two jobs and taking a crazy amount of, of classes. And I found myself in this situation where um, – so like one of my jobs, I was working at a hotel. The other job was actually at Salem part-time teaching on Sundays. And so every Sunday I was on and I wasn't really being uh, filled spiritually. And so I started yeah. searching online in a coffee shop and uh, it was like at 1130 one night and came across an online church service uh, by Life Church. Mm. And that became my church for a good two and a half years where it was my place to be filled. So I had, I had the place that I served and then I had the place that I, that I was, I was filled. Um, and so church online really ministered to me in a real way. Um, it, I think it really helped me to get through that time in my life because it was really, really challenging. And, uh, I think if it wasn't for church online, I'd be in a, I don't know, I, I'm sure I'd be fine at this point, but uh, during that time, it would have been a lot, a lot darker for me. So um, cause during that time I was, uh, I was battling with depression. And so actually the search that I did was about depression and, uh, pastor Craig was speaking on that, uh, that particular night. And it just, so it just like really hit me right where I was. Oh, wow. and it was just perfect. So, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So fast forward, you know, towards the end of that. And for my undergrad, I had to write a, um, a thesis, and my thesis, so my, my degree is communications uh, with an emphasis on mass communications, which um, is, you know, stuff like journalism, uh, news reporting, uh, PR, that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I wrote my thesis on online religion. It was a non-Christian school, just a, a state school. And uh, so I couldn't write it just specifically for uh, Christian churches. So it was just religion online. Mm. Uh, of course, every example that I looked at other than one was all, uh, was all Christian churches. But it was cool because what it did was it opened my eyes to a world that I didn't realize was out there. Um, I had experienced it, like I mentioned, uh, throughout college as that was kind of became my church home. And, um, but I didn't realize how like the full potential of it. Um, and so as I wrote this thesis, I mean, I came across these churches from all over the world, churches in, you know, in South Africa, churches in, uh, like Asia and India. And, and they had these online churches that were reaching people and growing their churches. And so my thesis was all about what are the effects of online religion, uh, on the churches and on the people attending. And I was shocked to see that it was all overwhelmingly positive impact. Um, I thought surely it was killing churches in the area and that their attendance was dropping because people were just staying home. And, and the reality is everything w- was, was positive. Um, and so right as I'm like about to turn that paper in, I get a phone call from one of the elders at Salem. And he's like, hey, George, my name is Aaron. I don't think um, – I don't know that we've actually officially met, but 
uh, I want to talk to you about an idea that I have for Salem, and uh, your name is on my heart as the guy to do it. I could be totally wrong, but meet me for breakfast. So I drove an hour to meet him for breakfast, and uh, we sat down, and we're eating, and he's looking at me, and he goes, man, you're probably going to think this is crazy. So far, most people do, but I think we need to start some kind of a church experience that happens online. And and so like at this point I'm like chuckling inside cuz I'm like this guy has no idea what I'm writing my thesis about. He has no like, idea. Like I don't I don't think this is crazy. <laughs> <Right>. In fact. <laughs> and so like wow. I'm, I start to chuckle. And he's like I know it's crazy, right? I'm like no, that's not why I'm chuckling. And so I told him kind of where I had been and uh he had he had didn't realize that it really existed already. Hmm. Um and that there were already tools to be able to do that. So, uh, he actually, um, Salem wasn't, wasn't convinced of it yet. And so he actually paid me to, uh, to go to his office like three times a week and sit down with him and work on brainstorming how to do it, develop a strategy that's consistent with Salem's. And so he did that for like a month and then went to, uh, went to the elders and, uh, we're like, Hey, this is where we think, I think God's calling our church to go. And unanimously, it was supported, and it is kind of the rest has been history, and it's been an incredible ride of growth and seeing life change and all of that. So there's kind of the the long and the short yeah. of, uh, so, of how so I got when, into it. Yeah. So when what was like kind of like the launch of your online experiences? When was that? We officially launched in January of 2017, so a year ago. Okay. So you're right at a year. Yep. Yeah. Man, that's exciting. I um, I love like how cool you know that, that you're working on this project at school, <laughs> where they probably don't even understand what you're doing, and then right. someone comes to you with an idea that they think, oh, this would be so cool if this existed, and you're like, uh, yeah, it totally exists, and also <laughs> I have all this information, like, and I don't know what to do with it, so yep. we could do it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I, that's pretty exciting. So, so what, what's been like maybe the, like one or two of your biggest takeaways this year with church online, with, with all this stuff that, that you've really said like, wow, I didn't know this, you know, was going to be like this or, you know, just what's some takeaways you've had from a year of doing this? Man, that's a good question. Um, I think I'd have to give two things. Uh, first is just that real ministry can really happen with real people, uh, through church online. And like, I knew that, you know, before I started, but it, it really became real for me this year as I started to see actual life change and families transformed, marriages saved, um, you know, people, uh, coming to faith. Like that's like, that's cool. Like that's what that's what church should, you know, that's what church is all about. And if church online can't do that, then there's no reason to do it. But if it can, like, by golly, we better be doing it. Right. And then I think the second thing is, uh, just realizing that church online is, um, like, like what it's for and like, it's, it's for, you know, for our members who are, you know, as a supplement, like if they're sick, if they're at home and they're on vacation, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's for those who are far off. So whether that's geographically or just like psychologically where they, they're far off from the church and they, they, they just can't seem to bring themselves to walk through the doors. Yeah. 
uh, we've had people who have been added to our church family because they, you know, they attended online first. And yeah. So it's for those people. But then, like, the thing that's, like, that's all stuff that, like, I knew before it's before I even started. The stuff that I didn't know it was for kind of came later in this year where I realized that church online really is about ministering to the whole person. Um, the church has always done that, where, like, if you look back in, uh, even even all the way back to biblical times, when when you see the ministry of the apostles and in the churches, they talk about how in the um, in their ministry to people, they went into the, the cities, into the marketplaces, into their jobs, and people were encouraged to be ambassadors for Christ in in their work and in their homes. And so we've always done this where we bring Christ into every recess of someone's life. And, you know, you fast forward, a, you know, a few thousand years, a couple thousand years, and you get to today where it's a no-brainer to us that that it's a good thing for us to bring Jesus into people's cars through the radio, into their living rooms on TV, sure. um, into their hospital rooms through hospital visits, into their workplaces and their living rooms through devotions and all that kind of stuff, right? Like we get like those are good things, yet sometimes when it comes to the internet, we start to go, whoa, wait, is that really okay? Like there's a lot of bad things about the internet. and Yeah. But the reality is like our people don't just exist offline. Mm. They also That's exist good. Online, and if and if we if we tell our people that your relationship with God is only valid when it takes place offline, then we're missing a huge opportunity to minister to a huge part of our people. Yeah, you're right. Jesus ministered to bodies and souls. He he said he said I, I'm here to save your souls. But heck, while you're here, let me touch you, and I'm going to heal you of your disease. Right? Like he he wanted to heal the whole person. Yeah. And the reality is for us today, the whole person exists both offline and online and we I mean, we can't ignore that. I think that that's the thing that I'm I'm learning this year too like as I've sort of stepped into this role in the last 6 months of really doing you know really heavy online uh, ministry stuff is that like people are online so we should do that. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be as as difficult I think as sometimes people make it. Um it, you know you go where the people are. So people are online. So like, why aren't, why shouldn't we be there? Uh, right. I, we should be. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we should do. Um, yeah. You know, one of my, I sort of have like a few like core values and I love that you, that really the first one that you mentioned is exactly the same as mine. And I sort of gave it the moniker of pixels are people. So those little things, you know, that yeah. we see, like those are real people um, behind those profiles and those Instagram photos and those, you know, rants online or whatever they're doing. Like those are real people behind that. And it's easy to look at that and say, well, that's not, you know, that's not all of them. That's not, uh, you know, the total sum of everything. But it's like those are real people. And every week, I think I'm sure you're in the same boat. Like we're connecting with people who would never come to our church. Um, because maybe they don't live anywhere near it, or maybe they're just not going to. But there's something about that little touch of anonymous, right, that you're not literally looking at someone or physically standing there, that they're willing to open up about their life in ways that, like, would take months of conversation, (laughs) you know, to share about their marriage, to share about their family, about their struggles, about 
addiction about depression. Like someone will jump on live prayer and tell me they're struggling with depression. And I have friends who struggle with depression who took years for me to find, you know, for them to mention that. So right. uh, I have a hard time just, just discrediting it, you know, and people can, you know, we can talk back and forth about its place in the church. And Nils and I talked about this on the podcast when I was on the social media church podcast was, you know, what do you say when people, uh, you know, push back on you? Like, well, what you're doing is not real. What you're doing isn't legit. And I'm like, well, it, let, let's say that it's, let's say that it's not, you know, a hundred percent church or whatever you want to call it. Like what's better people not engaging with um, you, you know, with spirituality and with faith and with, with Jesus, um, because it's not a hundred percent or helping them on that journey toward finding a real community. Like to me, it's an easy yep. choice. We just try it. You know, we just do that. We engage with them and it doesn't have to be the landing place for everyone in the world. Um, but like, why would we not give them that chance? <laughs> you know, why would we not engage with right. them when they're literally asking us to, um, I, so that's 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 kind of where I always just kind of land when people push back on me or on other people like ah, I don't know about this this is this is whatever it's like yeah but it's something <laughs> and if you did it for, right. for if you did it for two or three weeks and you and you encountered all those people right they're not just numbers and stats and you know click throughs like there's like real people uh, with real needs and, and real community could, yeah and real community and it's like totally possible um, and it's worth it so. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, I want to go where the the people are. Like, uh, you know, Ariel from <laughs> the Disney movie. That's a mermaid. You know, she wants to go where the people are. Like, same. Right. I want to go there. That's what I want to do. I want to engage with people where they are and offer something better. Because, like, yeah, like social media and like Facebook is like a really kind of vitriol place. <laughs> it could be kind of gross. Yeah. Um, so that's another like we should be there and offer something different. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, if, there, yeah. if there's any place that we should be, it's where it's it's where evil is most visible, right? Yeah. Like this is where we should be. Yeah. And so many people, you know, Life Church has has really modeled this well for all of us that um, you know you offer people an option for something else, right? Like you're struggling with depression and you find a message about that. Like it speaks into your life um, in, a, in a way that's non-condemning, in a way that's that's like human. Um, and so I think anytime that we can in, inject that human element into that online world, um, that's a win. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's it really and like being in, in a denominational context like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tend to be, you know, pretty set in like what we think is like how we do things, right? Like this is, this is the Lutheran way to do things or, and, and like, that's not unique to Lutherans, you know, Baptists right. do it, Methodists do it. We sure. all do it. Right. I think we can even fall into that, you know, as, as non-denoms, you know, it's just like, this is the way we do things. And so when you bring something up like this, that's so, um, new and so especially different, mm-hmm. there, there really can be, um, a lot of, a lot of pushback. And I think the fear is that uh, the, the fears that I've heard most um, in my context is that people will no longer see the need for the local church. And, you know, I get it. Um, and I'm James, I'm sure you've, you've heard the same pushback, but my response to that always is just that it <laughs> online church is a lot like online dating, right? We're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to have a, if you're going to have a relationship, um, with, 
with someone online. The only way that's going to last, the only way that that's going to um, have any effect on your other relationships in life is if that relationship moves offline mm-hmm. because it can't stay online. Like right. no one, no one online dates just to, Exc- to keep online. <laughs> I'm an exclusive online dater. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like nobody gets married online, right? Like that's like you just sure. you can't do that. And so, and so the same thing happens with um, with church online. Where like with, with online dating, you're talking with someone and like you're you're getting to know them, and like all of a sudden you're like, man, I really want to I want to mm-hmm. be in the flesh with this person. Yeah. Like I want to see them and you know face to face. And the same thing happens with church online. I've seen it over and over where people yeah. who aren't going to church they start going to church online, and then before you know it, they're walking through our doors. Yeah. Why? Because they started to develop a relationship with God and yeah. with His people, and they're like, I want this in in a more physical way, and it's. Yeah, and I think church online is uniquely positioned to be able to do that for people. Mm, I agree, and I think that it's not going to like go away. <laughs> you know, it's going to change and grow and and ebb and flow. But like the ability, like just the just the idea that like, um, you know, that video is such a prevalent medium in the world that we live in, right? Like Facebook says by like twenty twenty, like ninety five percent of your news feed is going to be video. So yep. like it's not going anywhere. Um and and so if we can be on the the you know the front end of that um not just being reactionary but like just using it as a tool to reach out to people then we don't have to be married to oh this is how we do church on you know ministry online or church online like I you know honestly if something if things shifted completely differently I would I'd be open to changing all of my methods if it meant you know to, right. to reach out to people like I, this is how we do it right now. Cause it seems to be working, but if something completely changes, like we'll just do that. Um, you know? And so, uh, yep. I, I think there's a nimbleness to that though, that you don't have with, with like physical locations and, and, and programming, right? Like you do in a, in kind of a standard church environment where we can be just like super nimble. Um, you know, like if I have my phone, yeah. I can do my job for the most part <laughs> or, you know, my iPad or whatever. Like I don't even need my computer most days um, to connect yep. to and to connect. And the only reason I use my computer is to like produce content. I'm connecting with people on my phone um, and that's incredible. You know, <laughs> I think if Paul yeah. or anybody else in the new Testament had an iPhone, they would totally use that <laughs> to, <laughs> to minister right. to people. Like they're not going to be like, no, nah, let's just use paper. I don't know. This phone thing's not worth it. Like, of course it is. It's not that hard. So, um, okay. So kind of to wrap up, um, I want to know what you're, what are you excited about in 2018? This is week one, you know, day two as we're recording this. What are you excited about over the next 364 days? Yeah. So I am actually really, really excited about, uh, 2018. I think there's some really cool stuff coming up. Um, I know that you and I have some cool stuff coming as well. Yeah. And so that's exciting for me. Like one of, one of my things that I was excited, like I tweeted out, uh, early a couple days ago, like what I was excited about for church on I mean, for, uh, 2018 and like the number two thing that I put was actually being on this podcast. So check. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And then uh, launching another new personal venture, which uh, you and I are doing together. Yeah. Um, the kind of, a, I guess, like a podcast. Um, so I don't know how much we want to 
we want to share about that now. I mean, I'm cool with, with yeah. sharing the vision of it now. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. It's kind of your it's kind of your baby, so I'm just jumping on the on the ride. So what what I started realizing was that there's not a lot of resources um, out there for like that are just specifically focused on church online. Like there are there are yeah. some resources out there, and like a lot of church communications resources talk a lot about church online, uh, but there's not. I don't really see other than Jay Cranda, who's kind of just starting. Yeah. I don't really see anyone talking about just church online. So um, I just saw this gap, and I think that, that we could start to fill that and resource pastors um, and churches uh, with, with content and thought and encouragement about what church online is, what it can do, and uh, kind of how to do it, all that kind of stuff. So a uh, kind of a podcast that will happen you know, once monthly and uh, just talk with folks about how church online is going and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, you you mentioned this to me um, last week, I think. We talked on the phone, and I, I think it's a super idea because I think there are so many people like us, right? Like we have this instant connection because we're doing like so much of the same thing, and we didn't know each other, right? And there's like – there's got to right. be like hundreds of people in uh, across the country feeling the exact same way, like – Hmm. Is this working? <laughs> Does anyone care? And right. also, like, what are what what should we be trying? Like, what's what what is working? Right. Like, we know about Life Church. We know about uh, you know like places like that, and that's awesome. They're paving the way for that. But it's also like, um, you know, what about kind of average guy stuff? <laughs> so right. I, I'm excited to sort of do like, yeah, real life the the unflattering version of you know like what well, you know, if you don't have millions of people on your website like how do we engage with those people thank you so much for being on the podcast this was uh this was great well, thank you i'm, I'm excited to, be here. to introduce you to you know my friends and excited to get to know some of your people through this um i'm i'm pumped i think it's going to be I think it's going to be a cool adventure with Weekly this year and uh, with also, uh, you know, your, your stuff and your uh, church online, you know, group, whatever we're going to call it. It's going to be cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Cool. Well, George, thank you so much for, for being my guinea pig <laughs> for week one. <laughs> and um, if, if anyone, you know, however you're listening to this, hopefully it's on your favorite podcasting platform. I think that Weekly is on Google Play now. I, I, I got it loaded on there, so I need to check and make sure. But um, iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, all that jazz. And you can go back and listen to last year's weekly, which really turned into more like a bi-weekly. But um, I still am happy with all the stuff that I made last year. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great ride. 2018, I'm excited. I'm just going to – we're just going to roll with it, you know. There's a lot of negativity in the world. There's a lot of bad stuff happening. But um, I think, you know, we're just going to roll with it. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, George. Well, it was super to talk to you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds good, man. Thanks so much. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this content and this conversation about church, about online ministry. Um, come back next week, and every Thursday, a new episode of Weekly will drop. So uh, check back every week to see what state we're in and who I'm talking to. I'm so excited about this project and I need your help. So I don't know someone from every state right now. Um, There are lots of states that I don't know anyone really from. If you know someone online, 
uh, who's inspiring, who uses art and creativity and technology to, um, to, to interact with people, uh, I would love to have a conversation with them. I'm looking for more people so you can be a part of Weekly by suggesting people for me to have a conversation with. So far, uh, all of the people that I have lined up to interview, I don't know yet um, other than maybe through Twitter. So if you know someone or maybe you would like to be on Weekly, reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter. That's probably the easiest, either at James Eaton or at Weekly Pod. So uh, shoot me a message. Let's get in touch. And I'm excited to see where this goes for this year. Stay tuned for more episodes of Weekly and I will see you next week.